0: good morning family church welcome we're so glad to have you here today I am so excited that you tuned in and that you are watching right now I have a message for you and I'm so excited for you to hear it so let's get straight into it the title of my message today is a question that I'm gonna propose to you today and the question is this what do you believe about the gospel Now that might sound really simple, you're a Christian maybe, maybe you're not, maybe you've heard the gospel before, maybe you don't know what it is, but I want to ask you what do you truly believe about the gospel? I'm not asking you what do you think about the gospel, I'm not asking you what have you heard about the gospel, I'm asking you in the truest part of who you are, what do you really believe about the gospel? Because that is what matters so we're gonna dive straight into that Um, but I just there's so many different aspects of the gospel we have the what does the word gospel mean it means good news what does the gospel mean in Greek in Hebrew what does the gospel mean according to John Luke Mark What does the gospel mean according to the Pope? What does the gospel mean according to your pastor? There's so many versions of what the gospel means to different people. But the question that I wanna ask is what does the gospel mean to you? So I don't want you to lean on something else. I don't want you to lean on something that you've heard. I want you to lean on what's truest to you because there's a difference between what you think and what you believe. You see, I think a lot of things, but what I think is just a momentary conclusion. What I think is just a fleeting thought. What I believe is a deeply rooted, deeply considered conviction. It's something that I truly believe. It's something that I model my life around. You see, I think a lot of things. I think that oat milk tastes better than regular milk. I think that... Dogs are more cute than cats. I think you might not agree with these things. These are just things that I think. I think that um, Jeeps are cooler than Toyotas. I think that I like MacBooks more than I like HPs. I think a lot of things, but what do I believe? You see, because they're just thoughts. They're just momentary conclusions. They could change at any moment. That's not what I believe. What I believe is deep inside of me and what you believe is deep inside of you. What I believe is that there's a heaven and a hell. What I believe is that all lives matter. What I believe is that that human life is important. What I believe is that um, everyone deserves food and water, everyone deserves shelter. These are things that I believe. So what do you believe? Because there's a difference between what you think and what you believe about the gospel. And really what what your whole life comes down to is what you believe about the gospel. It's not what you think about the gospel. Because you can think a lot of things about Jesus. You can think a lot of things about the gospel. You can know a lot of things about the gospel. But what matters is how you respond to that and what you believe. So I want you to think about that today. I want you to come to a conclusion today about what you believe when it comes to the gospel because that is the most important thing. It doesn't matter what our preferences are about the gospel, it doesn't matter what we think, it matters what we believe. So what do I believe about the gospel? I'm talking about this, what, what do I most truly believe about what the gospel is I think that for me can be summed up in Romans 1 verse 16 and I'm reading out of New King James version because it's just a power it hits different than the other ones so it says for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes and that is what I most deeply believe about the gospel this morning that if you strip back everything i know everything i think this is what i believe about the gospel that it is the power of god for salvation for everyone who believes just let that sink in i'm going to read that one more time because this scripture is so powerful for i'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of god to salvation for everyone who believes now you may have heard that verse before you may not have heard that verse before but that is go- what I'm gonna pin this message on today you're gonna hear that a couple of times so that is my truest belief about the gospel is that it is the power of God for salvation it's not a story it's not just a message it's not just a nice thing it's a power and it is the power of God for salvation for anyone who believes and I believe that the gospel proposes this question it doesn't just sit back and and be a story that you read it's not just a story that you read to your kids at night it's the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes and so it's a call to action the gospel isn't a story it's a question it's do you believe or do you not because you see there's no middle ground when it comes to the gospel There's no, oh, I'm mostly in, but but not fully. You see, I, I like to get bubble tea sometimes, and when I go, they ask me, okay, what percentage would you like sweetness? What percentage would you like ice? I don't like it very sweet, so I get 25% sweet. And I don't want to have all ice and no tea, so I get 25% ice. But you see, with the Gospel, you don't get to choose 25% Gospel and 75% everything else. The Gospel is 100% and you're either this side of it or you're that side of it. You see, for me, when I was 14 and when I was getting drunk on a Saturday night and coming to church on a Sunday night. I knew what the gospel was. I had thoughts about what the gospel was, but I didn't believe that the gospel was the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. I I knew a lot about the gospel. My family believed a lot about the gospel. But what did I believe? Because that's what matters. It's important that you know what you believe about the gospel. See, it wasn't until I believed the gospel that I was saved. You don't become saved by knowing the gospel, you come saved by believing and having faith in Jesus. And so, um, just to continue that story of me, 14 years old and in church, grown up in church, but still just, I wanted to live in my own way. I wanted to choose my own path. I liked the things I liked. I liked living this way and, I mean i liked church it's not that i didn't like it it's not that i didn't like the gospel i wasn't madly against it but i wasn't all in i hadn't put both feet on the side of the gospel yet and i remember that i would constantly have these interventions people my parents would send people to talk to me and they'd be like oh just talk to her they would throw anything just go talk to her go go talk to her but i remember it was like i was in a glass box It was like everyone could say whatever they wanted, but I didn't care because I was in my glass box. You could say whatever you wanted. I was sitting in a room at church. Everyone used to take me aside to try and have these conversations with me about God and try and get me on the right path. But I was in a glass box. It didn't matter. Today, God is going to break your glass box. Today, he is going to smash some glass boxes and the gospel is going to come in and you're going to hear it today. And i strongly believe that this morning i strongly believe that god is going to break your glass boxes today but i remember distinctly on a sunday after i had been out i was at a party the night before and then in the morning i was at church and they took me into like this side room and someone was doing another intervention and and i remember one thing slipped through my glass box and i heard it my glass box wasn't broken i was i was still in it i was still in my own deceptions, my own beliefs, and, but one thing slipped in and it was this. She said to me, OK, what, you can't stand in the middle. Are you hot or are you cold? Because when the ground splits, you'll fall right through. You have to be on this side or you have to be on this side. You have to be hot or you have to be cold because when the ground splits, you will fall right through. There's no middle ground my message to you today is there is no middle ground when it comes to the gospel. Either you're in with both feet or you're out. Now there's not really going to be a ground that splits, it's just a metaphor. But for me, when I was sitting in that glass box of my own beliefs and my own thoughts, it slipped in and I saw that metaphor and I saw the gospel in a true light, that it's not about toe tapping on enemy line and standing on God's side on Sundays it's not about acting one way when you're around some people and another way when you're around others it's about being all in there's no middle ground when it comes to the gospel and there's no sitting on the fence if you've never heard that then I want you to know that today there will be a call of action There will be a call of action for you to choose which side you're on because there is no middle ground. There is no sitting on the fence when it comes to the gospel. The gospel is a question and it demands an answer. It says, are you in or are you out? Now, for some reason that one picture it slipped through my apathy it slipped through my carelessness that was this glass box that i'm talking about and today i don't know where you're at but i hope that this picture sticks with you and that it continues to rumble because it wasn't that moment that changed everything for me remember we we heard that testimony week we we had a couple of weeks ago where we heard people's testimonies now that moment when when I heard that that wasn't my moment when I came to God it was a couple of months later that that I fully decided to come to God but that was rumbling inside of me the whole time and, and I remember that I that I was sitting in my bedroom one day and it had finally come to that moment where I said it's time for me to jump to make the decision to choose to choose God and to say where i stand with this with the gospel and so i made that decision and my life has never been the same again i live with that with the reality of the gospel with this belief not just what i think but this belief that the gospel is true and that the gospel saves it's the power of god unto salvation for everyone who believes and it didn't just change overnight but my salvation did i was saved overnight I was saved in that moment and then I figured out the rest later you know it says we work out our salvation and today maybe at the end of this I'll give a call to action and it's not a call to have it all figured out it's a call to just say I believe so I'm just gonna tell you exactly what the gospel is the story of the gospel because we've talked about what the gospel is to me but what actually is this story of the gospel it's a very simple story and you've probably heard it before but i'm going to tell you one more time it's the story of the love of god it's the story of a god who so loved the world and i remember thinking of creator god whenever i would think of of god and how he created the earth i always kind of had this thought that he created us because he was bored i kind of in the back of my head i i kind of thought that why would god create us he he has all power all glory all dominion why did he need us did he just create us as puppet pieces on the earth why did he do that and it wasn't until i realized that god didn't create us as puppet pieces because he was bored he created us because he loved us he created us because his heart longed for us his heart cried out for a people who would be his people and you were not created to be god's puppet piece you were not created to just be a toy that god plays with on the earth you were created to be god's companion god's friend and god's love so the gospel is a story of love and of a creation Creator who created something that he loved when you create something I don't know maybe you're an artist maybe you're a musician maybe you do something you write when you create something you don't just create something and and just leave it and hate it you create something that you love and we are God's masterpiece we are not just something that he made because he had to we are the pinnacle of God's creation we are the the greatest thing he's ever made we're his favorite thing we're we're his love and so the gospel is a story of this this creation and what happened was we let sin enter in when adam when adam let sin in and it separated us from god and that broke God's heart to be separated from the creation that He loved because sin is a separator. It always separates us from God because God is holy. And so we continued in our sin and there was a temporary fix, there was a temporary solution but it really didn't fix very much. Um, My dad has a book coming out in um, a couple of months and in it he talks about how The problem was fixed by a minimum payment and this is what sacrifice was. They would give sacrifices but it was just like a minimum payment on a credit card debt. It was just a minimum payment it never solved the problem of sin which separated us from God and what happened was god found he always knew that there was a there was a way to fix this permanently he knew that there was a a real solution a full payment not just a minimum payment and so he sent himself his the Trinity God he sent Jesus down in the flesh his son and you can figure all of this out later this is just the story you can unpack it more but he sent Jesus down and he lived as a man who was blameless and perfect and sinless and Jesus sacrificed himself on the cross um, as a full payment for that sin that separated God from his workmanship as the full payment that would allow entry back into relationship with God. And he said in John 3.16 that God so loved the world, not God tolerated the world, not God felt like he had to, or not God did it because he thought he would. No, God so loved the world. Everything God does is from love. That he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him, not thinks about him not knows about him but believes in him would not perish but would have eternal life that's the gospel that when you believe in jesus that your sin is destroyed your sin is paid for that sin debt that you had that you carried around that separated you from god that through faith in jesus that you may have relationship with the Father again. And that is what you were created for. You were created to walk with the Father. And so this story of the gospel, this is the story where there's no middle line, where it demands an answer. It says Jesus came and, he, and God sent him because he loved him as a sacrifice for your sin and for my sin, for our sin. Not just sins that you do. Sin is not just um, like one thing. You do something wrong. Sin was a nature that we had. Sin, Sin was something that we carried through Adam, that we were sons of disobedience, that we, the very nature of who we are, didn't want to obey God. But through Jesus and through faith in Him alone, that is the only way through salvation, is through the blood of Jesus. We can't do anything to be saved we can't do a single thing to be saved nothing that i could do could ever get me saved the only thing that i could do is believe in jesus and so that's why it matters so much what we believe because it's not just a preference it's not just an opinion opinions don't matter What matters is what you believe and what matters is what you believe about the gospel of Jesus Christ because that is a call of action. The gospel is a question and what is your answer? See, it doesn't matter what your wife, what your husband, what your children, um, believe. If you don't believe, then, then that's, there's no salvation for you. And this is honest and this is brutal, but it's the truth of the Gospel and it's the time that we're living in. It's the time that we're living in where, where people think there's a middle ground. People think that they can, they can just surf on the middle. They th- we think that it's so easy, like, oh, I can just choose how I want to live. All roads lead to God. It's not true. The only, re- the only road that leads to God is Jesus Christ and belief in Him and belief in what He did on the cross. That is the only way to salvation. So this is my question to you, what do you truly believe about the gospel? Maybe you're sitting in your living room and maybe you're getting a bit hot and you're thinking, I really don't know what I believe about the gospel and this is really intense and I do not feel like dealing, about, dealing with this right now. I'm just saying that there is no I don't know when it comes to the gospel. There, there isn't room... there isn't that third box to tick that says I don't know or other. There's two choices and you have to choose one. And let me just tell you that this sounds scary and this sounds like intense, but it's the greatest joy that you could ever do is to believe in what Jesus did and to walk in relationship with God. Every other way of living is empty. Every other way of, of living is just surviving. It's just getting what you need for the day. It's just trying to get your fill. It's just trying to fill that void because you were created for relationship with God. Nothing else will ever meet the mark. Nothing else will ever satisfy you. If you tick that box that says, I believe in Jesus, then there is true life. And and you get every single thing that you're ever gonna get from God. You get it all in that moment. The rest of the time, you just figure out all of the incredible things that you've been given. It's not about earning anything. It's not about trying to fit into a specific way of living. It's not about trying to dress a certain way. I, I remember Paul Bampton said when, when we had the testimonies, the testimony week, he was like, I, I thought Christians were weird, they wear socks and sandals and, and shorts and they just look weird. It's not about that. God wants to use you. He loves you. He doesn't want you to look like a Christian that you've known. He doesn't want you to look like that thing that you're so afraid of looking like. He wants to use you and your life because you were created. Both of us, are, um, all of us were created. We were created for a purpose. He created us uniquely and, and truly. And deep in your heart, you know that there's a creator God. You know that there's a God who loves you. And I just want to say to you today and call you into that, that you need to make a decision to start a relationship with God. There is no middle ground. There's yes or there's no. There's in or there's out. It doesn't matter what other people believe, it's what you believe. It's that straight and narrow road. It's only one person wide only one person can fit down that road of salvation we're going to pray in just a minute and i'm going to ask you to declare something if if you've never declared it before or if you want to declare it again in a fresh way and i just believe that today is the day of salvation that That today, if you didn't have an answer to what do you believe about the gospel, that today you can figure that out. That God is just instilling faith in people today to believe the gospel, to believe something true in this world where there is so much not true, where there is so much middle ground, where everything is, I believe this, but not that, and everything doesn't make sense. I believe that the gospel is going to make sense to you today. And all you need is faith. Faith is the thing that gets you there. Faith is that deep conviction, that belief, that deeply considered thought. Faith is your access into the gospel. And like I said, there's only one way, and it's faith in Jesus Christ. And today you can start a relationship with god you don't have to have it all figured out you can figure it out afterwards but the first step the foundation of the house that you're building with god has to be faith in jesus has to be saying yes i believe my truest conviction about the gospel my belief about the gospel is that jesus came and he died for my sins i believe that is the one way into salvation and it's the most exciting most adventurous thing that you could ever say yes to it is the most wonderful free gift and I'm so excited and there's so many people in family church if you if you're not really connected with us that that can once you contact us can help you in this journey that can help you figure that out but it just comes down to that moment of where do I stand? And so this question, what do you believe about the gospel? If you are thinking, you know what? At the beginning of this, I didn't know what I believed about the gospel. I didn't know that it was important. I didn't know. I thought it was just a story about a nice man called Jesus. But now you're perhaps thinking, no, I believe. I want to believe. I want to know where I stand on that line I want to know which side I stand on then I just beckon you today I beckon you today would you say yes to the gospel its Jesus is waiting he's waiting for you to respond he's waiting to bring you into life he's waiting to get rid of all that sin and shame that weighs you down and ensnares you and he's waiting to for you to say yes to the gospel he's waiting for sons and daughters to return with open arms and for people to respond to the gospel because now is the time just like you i had that moment where i was sitting on the fence we don't have that luxury we can't sit on the fence any longer we, we don't have a fence to sit on. There's no room on the line. You're yes or you're no, you're in or you're out. What do you believe about the gospel? Now, I'm coming in for a landing. And if this is you and if you prayed this prayer, if you wanna pray this prayer today, and if you want to respond to Jesus and say, Yes, I have faith in what you've done. Yes, I choose my side. I am convicted. I want to know God. I want that, that for my life. Then I want to ask you to do something really bold. Maybe there's other people in the room with you. Maybe you're alone. I want to ask you in a minute to stand and to declare what you believe. Because just like I said at the beginning, it doesn't matter what you think. It matters what you believe and then what you confess about what you believe. So if that's you, right now, I'm going to ask you to stand up. And this is funny because we're not in a church. We're not, there's not tons of people around. It's probably just you and your family or maybe you're just alone. But I want you to stand up and declare something. I'm just going to give you a second if you're that person who knows that you need to stand up and you're not standing up that now is your moment to believe, to pick your side. Okay, and we're gonna confess this together. Okay, say this after me. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross as full payment for all of my sins and my sinful nature. Through my faith, my sin dies with him. I believe that Jesus himself rose again on the third day and through faith I rise again with him and have full and eternal life with God. I will never be the same because I believe in the gospel. I believe that the gospel is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes. Amen amen if you prayed that prayer today then you have just entered into a relationship with god because you believe in the gospel you believe in jesus and through faith you have restored relationship with the father and it is so incredible and that's not where it ends that's where it begins so if you prayed that or maybe you want to come back and pray that a little bit later we have resources for you We want to walk you through what this looks like what it looks like to to now that you have chosen your side we have a resource for you and it is this little red book and it is written by pastor Colin Utkart and it says how to know Jesus and this is your next steps so if you just head up you can do this two ways either head to family.church slash respond and you can click respond, send us your details, and we will make sure that you get one of these books, that you have someone to talk to about what you have just done. Or you can email olivia at family dot church, and they can do the same thing that way. If you want to email, we would love to hear your story. What happened to you today? What happened? What happened in that moment where you wanted to decide? We would love, love, love to hear from you. So i'm coming in for a close but today is the day of salvation and i'm going to end with this that incredible verse which is romans 1:16, that says for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god to salvation for everyone who believes and so if you believe today then you are saved and it is a wonderful day So, family church, thank you for listening to the gospel today. According to Olivia, um, I pray that you have a wonderful day, that you lead people to Jesus this week, that you tell them that simple gospel, that gospel according to you, that what that gospel is to you. Tell people this week um, and have a wonderful week. Goodbye.